Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him, Male and female created he them. Verse 28, the Bible says that, and God blessed them. That's the introduction of the blessing right there. And what did God do? God blessed them. Now notice the word blessed there is in the past. And notice that they did not do anything before God blessed them. Can you see that? The moment man was made, the next thing that was placed upon man was the blessing. Well, are you ready for the word? Yes. I'm going to teach a short message and then we'll close and have some food which I can smell in this church and your lives will be blessed. Amen. Well, this month is a month of the blessing our month of the blessing. And uh, throughout the year, we have been looking at one scripture and uh, I never knew that God would bring us this far. From Revelations chapter 5, verse 12, which says, uh, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. So the whole of this year, I have been stuck in this one verse. And it has been a journey. And uh, we are concluding it this month. So this is the, the last one on the list, which is a blessing. And um, the last couple of weeks, I did a message on the power of choice, which also has to do with the blessing, that you have the ability to choose the curse or the blessing. The choice is in your hands. So I'm going to conclude it um, today by starting a new series that I believe will bless you tremendously in the name of Jesus. So are you ready for the word? All right, turn with me please in your Bibles to the book of Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. The book of Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, I read. It says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm starting a new series that I have titled, Unveiling the Blessing. Unveiling the Blessing. Please understand that God's original intention for us 
is to walk in the blessing and not the curse. God wants us to walk in the blessing and not the curse. And I do understand that many churches have misinterpreted the word blessing. And so whenever we start teaching on the blessing, people uh, become uh, uh, a bit pessimistic and, and have all kinds of, of mindsets regarding the blessing and say the churches today are only teaching on nothing but the blessing. Now, the question I want to ask is, if you have two choices in life, two options, a blessing or a curse is placed before you, which one will you choose? Which one will you choose? Will you choose the curse? You will not choose the curse. Why? Because everybody likes nice things. There's no human being that does not like nice things. So the Bible says that the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. So what makes us in life is the blessing. Not our work, not our qualifications, not our degrees, but what makes us in life is the blessing. And look at what the blessing makes. Number one, it maketh rich. The first thing the blessing does is it makes rich. And the blessing makes you rich, it removes anything or any form of poverty. What's the opposite of rich? Poverty. So when the blessing comes upon you, it removes poverty. And the next thing the blessing does is it says it adds no sorrow with it. There are some people who are rich, but their riches are full of sorrow. They can't sleep at night. They have all the monies in the world. They have so much money, but they can't sleep. So when God blesses you, this blessing makes you sleep. You are rich and you are still able to sleep. Hallelujah. You don't take Valium to go to bed, but you sleep like a baby. So quick question we want to ask is, what is the blessing? What is the blessing? The blessing can be defined as an empowerment to prosper. The blessing is an empowerment to, be pro to prosper. In other words, when you're preaching in the blessing, you are energized, you are revitalized to prosper in every area of your life. In every area of your life. Your spirit, your soul, and your body. First John chapter, third John chapter three, three verse, verse one or verse two, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. So there are three areas that the blessing prospers you, your spirit, your soul, and your body. So the blessing empowers you to prosper. And please hear me, there are not two blessings or there are not three blessings, there are not five blessings. There is only one blessing. From beginning of Genesis to Revelation, there is only one blessing, not two. There is how many? One blessing. 
So turn with me in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, and let's go and look at that one blessing. It's just one blessing that has changed the lives of the patriots throughout generations. It's not two. It's one blessing. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. Now, the background of this scripture has to do with God making man. And how many of you know that God is blessed? How many of you know that? Now, do you think a blessed God will make anything that is poor? Do you think a blessed God will make anything that is poor? If you go to a Range Rover car manufacturing company, what do they manufacture there? Range Rovers. If you go to a Mercedes-Benz car manufacturing factory, what do they manufacture there? Mercedes-Benz. So when you go to the factory of God, who is blessed, do you think you manufacture the curse? No. no. He manufactures only the blessing. So Genesis 1, 26 to 28, the Bible says that, and God said, let us make man, let us manufacture man, in our own image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Verse 27, it says, so God made man, or God created man, or God manufactured man, in his own image after his likeness. So God created man in his own image and in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Verse 28, the Bible says that and God blessed them. That's the introduction of the blessing right there. And what did God do? God blessed them. Now notice the word blessed there is in the past. And notice that they did not do anything before God blessed them. Can you see that? The moment man was made, the next thing that was placed upon man was the blessing. This is very important. Most of the time people say, oh, I'm working hard for the blessing. You don't need to work for the blessing. When you were made, when you were created, God blessed you. You came out blessed. That's why I always say that no man can curse you. Because God already blessed you. And you know this saying, who just bless? No man can curse. I am already blessed. The devil should stop wasting his time. I am already blessed. This church is already blessed. No one can curse us. We are an already blessed children of the Most High God. Say a good amen to that. So the Bible says that, and God blessed them, and God said, be fruitful. Look at what follows when you are working in the blessing. Number one, you are fruitful. Number two, you multiply. Number three, you subdue the earth. Number four, you replenish it. This is why I said there are four laws of productivity. Four laws. So every man and woman, married man and woman, minimum children they must have is four. Four laws of productivity. 
So those of you who have one, two, you say, I've finished. You are disobeying God. And, don't be, and people who disobey God will not go to heaven. Oh my goodness. So don't disobey God. Four laws of productivity. Four. Number one is fruitful. Number two is what? Multiply. Number four, replen- number three, replenish. Number four, subdue. So this is actually supposed to be in the names of your children. First one must be called fruitful. Second born must be called multiply. Third born must be called replenish. Fourth born must be called subdue. If you don't know what name to use for your children, I've given you a name. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, man was blessed from the beginning. From inception, we were blessed. Look at Genesis chapter 9, verse 1. Genesis chapter 9, verse 1. Same blessing carried on from Adam and Eve to Noah. The Bible says that, and God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. Same blessing. Same blessing. Genesis chapter 12 verse 2. Same transfer to, to Abraham. God said to him, I will make of thee a great nation and I'll bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. So it's the same blessing. So quick question we want to ask is how do I receive the blessing? How many of you want to receive the blessing? How do I receive the blessing? And what is the conditions for receiving the blessing? Genesis chapter 27 from verse 1 to 4. You know the background of this scripture. It has to do with uh, Isaac is about to die. Isaac is also a carrier of the blessing. Because remember... Let's look at quickly the patriots, Adam and Eve, and then from there, Noah, and then from Noah, Abraham, from Abraham, Isaac, and then from Isaac, Esau, and Jacob, or let's say Jacob, and then from Jacob, Joseph, and so on and so forth. So you have to understand that in every dispensation, there is a career of the blessing, because the blessing has to carry on, very important. So, when Isaac, who is now the carrier of this blessing, is about to die, he wants to transfer the blessing to one of his children, who is supposed to be the firstborn, right? And look at the conditions, verse 27, verse 1 to 4. It says, and it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau, his eldest son, and said unto him, my son, And he said unto him, Behold, here I am. And he said, Behold, now I am old. I am not, I I know not the day of my death. Now therefore, I pray thee, take your weapons, thy quiver, and thy bow, go out to the field and take me some venison. Verse 4, And make me a savory meat, such as I love. And bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. Can you see that right there? So Isaac is about to die. Isaac said, I need to transfer this blessing to the next generation. 
And the condition for transferring the blessing is number one, honor. Because the blesser cannot bless you if you don't honor the blesser. Are you following what I'm saying? So the blesser names a condition. His condition is that bring me food to eat before I bless you. And notice he was specific. The food that I like. Because the reason why this has to happen is so that Esau does not abuse the blessing. So that he can understand the value of the blessing. But you know that at this point he had already sold the birthright. He had already sold the birthright to, to, to Jacob, his brother. So it's very important that before you receive the blessing, you have to honor the blessing before the blessing can be transferred. So let's quickly now ask ourselves, how is the blessing released? You see, when we talk about the blessing, many people are thinking about material things. But it's not material things. Are you following what I'm saying? The blessing is not material things. So how is the blessing released? Genesis chapter 27 from verse 26 to 30. Let's see how the blessing is released. Because it's very important for you to know the medium through the, the, the blessing. The medium through which the blessing is released. Genesis chapter 27 from verse 6 to 30. I read, it says, and his father Isaac said unto him, come near. This is when Jacob has come to take the blessing. Come near and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him. Look at that. And blessed him. How did he bless him? Did he give him anything? Did he give him some money? Did he give him the title deeds to his properties? How did he bless him? By releasing words. Can you see how the blessing is transferred? The blessing is transmitted through words. The Bible says that and Isaac blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Therefore God give thee of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth, and plenty of corn and wine. These are all the blessings. Let people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren, and let thy mother's son bow down to thee. Curse be everyone that curseth thee, and blessed be everyone that bless thee. And it came to pass, as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce gone out of his presence of his father Isaac that Esau his brother came in from hunting. Esau was too late. You know the story? Esau cried and said, oh, why can you not bless me? And the father said, I've already blessed your brother, Jacob. It was through words. It was through words. Now, now remember, remember, Esau was crying and said, why can you bless, not bless me? And the father said, I've already given him the blessing. If it were two blessings, Isaac could have easily said, you are also blessed. Yeah. But there's only one blessing. Wow. There's no two blessings, there's only one blessing. 
That's why the moment Jacob received the blessing and left, when Esau came, there was nothing else to be given to him. Why? Because the blessing, listen to this, write this down, is an everlasting covenant that cannot be reversed. The blessing is an everlasting covenant that cannot be reversed. Numbers 23 verse 19 to 21. The Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie, neither is he a son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do it? Has he spoken and shall he not make it good? Behold, I have received commandment to bless and he has blessed and I cannot reverse it. <laughs> now, don't worry about those who are sitting somewhere and cursing you. Once God blesses you, no one can reverse it. Are you, are you getting this? He said, I have received a command to bless. That's why Jacob could not reverse the blessing. Sorry, Isaac could not reverse the blessing from Jacob because he has already blessed. That's why every time you come to church, you have come to be blessed. And once you are blessed, nobody, no witch, no demon, no wizard can reverse the blessing. Say a good amen. Amen. And look at what God said about Jacob. God said, he has not beheld iniquity in Jacob. Neither has he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord is his God, is with him. And the shout of Cain is among them. This is talking about Jacob. Now, we, you know, we always call Jacob the supplanter. He stole Esau's blessing. God said... I have not beheld iniquity in Jacob. If there was iniquity in Jacob, God would not have blessed him. So God is saying that I have not seen any iniquity in him, neither do I see any perverseness in Israel. Israel is still Jacob. Have you not wondered sometimes people come to church two, three months, they are blessed, and you wonder what have they done to be blessed? Because God, you see them as night clubbing, going after women, going after men, and yet they are the ones being blessed. You say, God, can you not see that this one is... No, God said, I have not beheld iniquity in Jacob. Your ways are not God's ways. You are man. Men see negative. God sees positive. Men see all the faults. They see all the faults. But all God sees, when God looks at you, he sees Jesus. He sees the blood. He sees the blessing. He says, oh, let me bless my son some more. Let me bless my daughter some more. That is what God does. So he said, I have blessed. And I cannot reverse it. I've come to professor over this house today that this house is blessed and nobody can reverse it I said nobody can reverse it so do you know what you need to do next go to bed 
when you hear they've taken your name to some places, you've taken your pictures, just, just that's the day you need to buy Fanta and rejoice. Yeah. Buy some Fanta or some Coke and just put some praise music on there and start praising God because what they are doing will, will, will amount to nothing. Yeah. Are you following what I'm saying? Because I am blessed. Yeah. I am blessed. My children are blessed. This church is blessed. We are a blessed church. They might not like it, but we are blessed. I said we are blessed. You are blessed. Esau cried, Father, give me. His father said, it's too late. I've already given him the blessing. It's one blessing. There's been times in this church I've declared to people, God bless you. And that's it, they are blessed. Struggle ceases. Why? Because you come to church and you're wondering, will the pastor give me 100 pounds today? If I give you 100 pounds today, it will finish by the time you drive through uh, KFC and back. But if I give you the blessing, it's an everlasting covenant. I said it's an everlasting covenant. And the good thing about this blessing is that because it's everlasting, our children also become partakers of it. Oh, this is so good. Our children will reap where they have not sown. (laughs) Our great-grandchildren will reap where they have not sown. That's why it's so important to understand the blessing. Quickly as we get ready to close. There are five things we have to do to partner with the direction of the blessing for the blessing to actualize in our lives. Five things. Number one, through your mind. You see, the blessing is already there. The reason why you cannot see the manifestation of it is because you are not engaging the right faculties. So number one, through your mind. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So that means you have to renew your mind. An unrenewed mind cannot accommodate the blessing. If your mind is not renewed, you cannot accommodate the magnitude of the blessing. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7, it says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the way you think is very important if you're going to see the actualization of the blessing. Number two is your lips. Your lips or your mouth. What you say is important. You see, now remember, Isaac released a blessing by saying. So that means you can also actualize or empower the blessing by what you say or what you don't say. You see, you can, be, you can have the blessing on you and be releasing negative words or curses to, 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 to frustrate the power of the potency of the blessing. That's what you say is important. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 6, it says here, for I will speak of excellent things. The opening of my lips shall be right things. 
the opening of my lips shall be what? Right things. Learn to say the right words. If you have nothing to say, just keep your mouth zipped. Don't say it. So you have to be careful what you say when you are angry. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 21. It says the wise in heart shall be called prudent. And the sweetness of the lips increases learning. Your lips will increase you. Proverbs 18 20. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his lips. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. So that means every day what you are saying is what you are eating. Hmm. You wake up and say, hey, Brexit, Brexit. Oh, that means we are all going to die. It's you, you are going to die. Oh, they say Brexit, Brexit is not going well. No deal means my company is closing down. If my company closes down, that means... I'll be made redundant. Yeah, what you say is what you get. Is that what you want? Why is it that most of the time we say all the negative things? Why can't we say the right things? Proverbs chapter 20 verse 15. There is gold and a multitude of rubies, but the lips of knowledge are a precious vessel. The lips of knowledge. Number three is through creativity. Number three is through creativity. Genesis chapter one verse one. The Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That means our father is a creative God. He is a creative God. Be creative. Release a blessing through creativity. Many of us are extremely creative. But we are sitting now on our creativity. How many of you are on Facebook here? How many? All of you. The great grandmothers are not on Facebook. <laughs> and the great grandfathers, they don't know what Facebook is. But do you know that Facebook is just creativity? Facebook is not a face and it's not a book, but it's called Facebook. Facebook is not somebody's face. Neither is it a book. It's just an idea. It's creativity. Your father is a creative being. So you were made in his image. Number three, number four, through your hands. The blessing is released through your hands. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 4. It says, he becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand. But the hand of the diligent maketh Rich. Don't be lazy. Use your hands. Use your hands to do something. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 24. It says the hand of the diligent shall bear rule. But the slothful shall be under tribute. The last one is through your imagination. The blessing is released or actualized through your imagination. Genesis chapter 13 verse 14 to 15. It says, and the Lord said unto Abraham, after Lot was separated from him, lift up now your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, to thee I would give it, and to thy seed forever. Imagination. Don't limit yourself. 
You see, most of the time we are looking for someone to help us. Stop looking for someone to help you. Be imaginative. Imagine yourself blessed. Genesis chapter 11 verse 6, it says, And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they all have one language, and this thing they have begun to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Release the blessing through what? Imagination. Start using your mind to imagine good things. Don't allow the devil to give you thoughts to think on. Start imagining good things. And as you do that, you'll begin to walk in the blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Did you receive it this morning? Let's give Jesus a better praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say with me this morning, I am blessed. I walk in the blessing. And nothing can stop me. My mind is blessed. My thoughts are blessed. My lips are blessed. My heart is blessed. My hands are blessed. The works of my hands are blessed. The fruits of my lips are blessed. From today, whatever I do is blessed. From today, whatever I touch is blessed. From today, whatever I say is blessed. From today, I walk in the blessing and not in the curse. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In your seated position, every head bowed, every eye closed. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're here this morning and you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior, and you know that if you die today, you'll not make it to heaven. You want to be a partaker of the blessing, but you have to be part of the family. So if you're here this morning, you have not given your life to Jesus, you're not sure where you'll end up if you die today. You say, Pastor, pray for me. I'd like to pray for you. Maybe you're watching online across the world and you're not giving your life to Jesus. Jesus came not to condemn the world, but came to save the world. So if you're here this morning and you have not given your life to Jesus, you say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Please lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you. Lift up your right hand. I would like to pray for you. I would like to pray for you. You want to give your life to Jesus. I would like to pray for you. Please say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Forgive me of my sins. Write my name in your book of life. May I serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Oh, let's give Jesus a better praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we've come to the end of the service. Amen. We've come to the end of the service. We'd like to take this opportunity 
to welcome uh, anyone worshiping with us for the very first time. If today is the first time you're worshiping with us, you're welcome. This is Solution Chapel International. We're a Bible-believing church. We believe that God has called us to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nation. So if today is the first time you're worshiping with us, please rise up on your feet and let's give you a special solution welcome. Amen. Amen. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Oh, church, let's appreciate them. Let's appreciate them. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming. We love you so much. We know that you could have gone anywhere else, but you decided to be here with us this morning. We know that your life will never be the same again. God bless you. We love you and thank you. Amen. Let's appreciate that church. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.